0: Hello, welcome to Persuade You, the podcast where I, Stephen, recommend to you, the listener, stuff and things that I think are worth your time in checking out. So this week is going to be pretty straightforward. Uh, I'm going to give a bunch of examples and then uh, we'll go ahead and go through it. So without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so this week I wanted to talk about something that I've kind of put into practice over the past few years and I honestly can't recommend it enough because I think especially now when we have more people on, you know, whatever device they're watching content or viewing or scrolling or whatever, I think it's important to know kind of how to deal with all of that especially in America, with it being an election year, there's going to be a lot of stuff flowing around and stuff that you may not want to see or things that just don't interest you. And so for this week, I'm going to go over why I think it's so important to filter your social media. I'm going to go over what I did and then go over kind of what you can do. So a few years back, actually more than a few years, a few years back, I realized that Every time that I was going on, whether it was uh, Facebook or Twitter or whatever, uh, every time I went on, I would leave angry or annoyed or uh, I would see something and kind of scoff at it or it was never something that uh, I left feeling good about. Every time that I would jump on, and even if it was like something that was within my beliefs, I would find myself kind of laughing at somebody else or at another group of people, whether it's, uh, you know, on the other side of the political spectrum or, like, religious spectrum or whatever. It didn't really matter. But I found myself more and more uh, kind of overwhelmed by everything. And I eventually just deleted everything. I deleted my Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, like, the works. I just nuked them all. And then I kind of just kind of left it all and I went to reddit when now those of you that have reddit are like what you you you're worried about too much content and so you went to reddit and (laughs) trust me I know it sounds bananas Uh, reddit is the front page of the internet and there is tons and tons of endless content if you can think it there is a subreddit for it and it's fantastic i i love reddit on top of every other social media in my opinion it is hands down the best and i went there after a couple recommendations from like content creators that i follow they were talking about some of their favorite subreddits or how reddit works and for those of you that don't know how reddit works a quick rundown i'll have a couple videos In the show notes. But basically, if you think of whatever social media off the top of your head, and every time you post something, uh, there is a certain algorithm that shows it up in the feed. And what ends up happening is there are upvotes and downvotes. You can think of these as like likes or dislikes, right? and every like and i'm basically quoting one of the videos that i'll have below but i really like the analogy if you think of every upvote as adding a bit of helium to a balloon the balloon being the post the more likes it gets the more helium it gets and so it is shown to more people and rises in everybody's feeds so it's like hey you should check this out the more downvotes it gets the lower in the feed it goes until eventually it's just removed Uh, or it just is seen to so few people, it doesn't matter anymore. And so I found this to be wonderful, because if you go to, let's say, Twitter, you can only see the most recent stuff, or let it choose what you get to see. Same thing for Facebook. Facebook has a top stories, or it has the most recent stuff. But every time you log in, you're seeing the top stuff. It's not going to give you the preference to choose, hey, I want to see the most recent stuff, not stuff from months or weeks ago. And so Reddit, Reddit will show you stuff that day or within the past 24 hours. But after that time, there's, you know, there's a lot of stuff in the code. But basically, after a certain amount of time, it kind of goes away or it is shown to vastly fewer people. And so I found this wonderful because also the comments work the exact same way. The comments are the exact same. So whatever top comment or whatever, co- whatever content you see on your front page is the stuff that thousands, potentially hundreds of thousands of people have upvoted as like, hey, you need to check this thing out, whether it's funny or controversial or newsworthy or uplifting or, or whatever. Hundreds of thousands of people have said, hey, this is the thing that you should be looking at right now. And I found that to be incredible because I had only known a world where I was either seeing stuff right now, uh, the like, the most recent stuff from, like, friends, family, pages, groups, or whatever, or I was seeing an algorithm tell me that I should be looking at something from weeks ago. Which, when you think about it, why do I care what happened weeks ago? It doesn't matter. Like, after I stopped following the news as religiously as, you know, my parents do, I just felt so much better. Uh, and again, like, this is all anecdotal, of course, and you may have a different experience, but for me having the constant news in my life every single day when it wasn't focused on the world news. Like, what is some good things that are happening in the world? Why can't I hear more about those? And honestly, the short answer is because anger and divisive topics grab headlines and make you want to engage in this topic. It's unfortunate, but that's how it is. A lot of awe-inspiring, like happy things are like a blip in the newsfeed and then they're gone. And that's kind of sad because when I go to my social media or anywhere on my phone, I don't want to be mad. I want to have fun. I want to enjoy. I want to laugh and make jokes with people. And after I deleted everything and basically focused on Reddit, uh, I realized this is what I wanted. But reddit can also be pretty toxic if you don't know how to filter it and so that's what i wanted to talk about today is learning how to kind of manage the flow of information into your life now off the bat i just want to say that like you don't have to follow the things that your friends or family are doing you can unfollow them and it's so easy I only created my Facebook and Instagram a couple days ago, but I've been managing my Reddit for about four years, give or take. Which, compared to a lot of people, is like nothing. But for me, that's pretty sweet. For me, because I've kind of know, I've kind of learned how to manage it and filter it and go about things. So for Reddit, uh, Reddit, when you first create an account, it will default subscribe you to basically the biggest subreddits. So like all or Um, news, politics, stuff like that, stuff that tons of thousands of people are involved in. But the beauty of this, and with all social media, is you can unsubscribe, unlike, unfollow, whatever, to any of this. And the important thing is to realize when you create a Reddit account, do that immediately go through and unsubscribe to all the stuff you have no interest in and subscribe to a lot of this stuff. Um, I'll have links to a few of my favorite subreddits below. Some off the top of my head it is uh, Wholesome Memes. So these are just memes that are like wholesome and happy and uplifting. There's also Uplifting, which is an entire subreddit which focuses on uplifting news articles that don't get enough attention and it's really nice. There are, uh, tucked in cats. These are just pictures of cats that have blankets wrapped around them, and it's adorable. There's baby cat gifts, and, uh, they're just gifts of cats that are babies. And they're supposed to be, like, these big cats, but they're little cats. They're little kittens. It's adorable. So you get to see, like, little baby, like, lions trying to, you know, roar, but really it's just, like, this little squeak. It's adorable. But, like, that is a lot of the stuff that I follow because I want to be happy when I go to social media, there are some other ones that I follow as well, that are more related to gaming or podcasting uh, that I also follow when I need to give advice or get advice, um, or I'm looking to reach more listeners or followers or what have you. And so I kind of learned how to deal with that. And like the Reddit app that I use is Apollo, I've talked about it on a previous episode, and I love it. And it's amazing. And that is kind of the bar that i judge all other apps by and all other social medias by it's unfortunate but it is what it is so when it comes to twitter twitter has a mute button a block button if you use twitterific it has a muffle which is uh kind of like a snooze button and you just like snooze everything about the certain topic What I want to stress is don't be afraid to use these. When I first got into social media, I always thought that like muting or blocking people or unfollowing people would force me into like an echo chamber of my own thoughts. And I think as I've gotten older and kind of learned more about myself and explored other topics and kind of moved out of my comfort zone, I've learned how to prevent that I think so long as you're aware of kind of what you're doing, why you're unfollowing, why you're muting a topic, why you're blocking a topic, whatever, I think you'll be all right. Uh, When it comes to like politics, for example, I block it all. I don't want to see anything politics related in any of my feeds because I don't find there's any real healthy discussion. It usually devolves into blaming one side or the other or attacking people's personal beliefs or something like that and it doesn't get anywhere. And by unfollowing this, I fix that. I don't have to deal with it. And it's fantastic. Um, This doesn't mean that uh, I don't participate in my state and local elections. It does mean that I do try to take a more hands-off approach when it comes to when I'm going to look into something, so before presidential election looking into each one specifically that I intend to vote or not vote for and why I'm choosing these and weighing the pros and cons of each. But in a social media comment thread, that's never going to happen. So that's one example. But it also goes down to like topics. So for me on Twitter, if any retweet or anything enters my feed that is about politics or about a politician or about stuff like that, it's insta-blocked. Like I don't even hesitate anymore because it's like, I don't tweet anything that is politics related, so I don't want to see any of that either. There are settings in Twitter where you can mute all retweets, so you won't see any. But that's not what I want, because there are some retweets that I find hilarious. Um, There's, uh, dang, I can't remember the, the username, but I'll have it below. It's like Rocky Does Horror or Rocky's Horror Show or something, but it's like this comedic account and they just tweet bananas stuff off the wall all the time and it's so much fun. And it's stuff like that that I I want. And so those retweets are fine. I don't care. Those are what I want to see. But it's the the more divisive stuff that I don't care to see. There's also Facebook. So Facebook also has um, how you can customize your settings. But Facebook is, you know, for lack of a better word, doesn't really care uh, about what you see or how you see it. They don't give a lot of customizability. Yep, that's a word. I've used it on multiple podcasts. So deal with it. Uh, they don't offer a lot of customizability. When you go into your newsfeed preferences, say in the app, you can only choose, you can prioritize friends or pages that you want to see first. But that's not what I want. What I want is I want all the Reddit stuff in my Facebook. And that's not going to happen. I also want a dark mode. Also not going to happen. But that's a a topic for another time. Facebook doesn't care. Uh, Facebook has no incentive to care. They're a massive conglomerate company that sells data for money for profit. And uh, they kind of accepted that. And I think all of us kind of accepted that years ago. And it's simply put, it's still the best place to reach people. And uh, until we move away from that, it's not going anywhere. So I think there, it really depends on what you follow and pages and groups that you follow. And I think that is what I realized recently, is that I can basically turn my facebook feed into twitter which is where i follow a bunch of pages and groups and that helps me see those groups and pages instead of i end up seeing less of what friends and family are sharing or tweeting or whatever and i end up seeing more of the groups or the pages like i follow a lot of podcasts because these people really enjoy this same content that i do and there's tons of fun discussions. Like uh, I'm in the Ologies podcast group, and that one is so much fun. There are people talking about butterflies and caterpillars, or um, asking what their favorite episode is, or talking about dinosaurs. And it's it sounds really childish, I know, but it is so much fun to talk about similar things with like minded people. I think we all want that. And by filtering content, you enhance that. You are able to bring forth the stuff you do want to see, and see less of the things you don't want to see. And that I think is really important. And as I was saying at the very beginning of this episode, you should want that when it comes to social media, you should want to be happy when you go, you don't want to like, be angry and like lash out at people. And that was something that took me a long time to realize, I think, I think social media is a really, really great, useful tool. Um, And just like any tool, you need to (laughs) you, you need to learn how to use it properly. And if you don't, well, you could get hurt. And as I said, in times like these, you know, when you're not going outside, when you're when you're not going to the gym, or you're not going to work, which is awful for a lot of people, the bright side of a lot of people's day is checking social media and getting that sweet dopamine hit. But also you want to laugh or share a meme with friends and family or share a video or um, have a fun conversation, have a fun back and forth. And if you don't filter that you lose a lot of that, I think. I think uh, you'll end up seeing as the months go by and we lead up to the presidential election here in America, you're going to see a lot more articles about one side or the other, or you're going to see um, more religious beliefs one side or the other, or you're going to see you know, more divisive topics, and they're going to get shared, and they're going to get shared and tweeted, and your friends, if they don't know any better, could get sucked in, and you don't want that. And so filtering and knowing how to use the features within the app or the website themselves to not only protect you, but protect your friends and family from things that you may say or things that you may share or, or tweet out. I think that is one of the best recommendations that I can give is make sure that you are seeing what you want to see instead of what the algorithm thinks you should see. Um, take careful uh, consideration of why you follow a certain thing. What, what does this thing bring me every day? Instead of why am I going to this thing out of a habit? Instead of am I going to this thing because I want to and I'm enjoying myself? Or am I going to this thing because I should? It's, it's a very tricky, tricky question to ask, but I think by a wide margin... I am so much better off now than I was years ago. I think I'm happier. I think uh, I enjoy what I do now. Um, I do my best to when I go to especially Reddit, a lot of the podcasting subreddits I follow now are blowing up because there are so many people looking to get into podcasting. I have all this time on my hand. Why can I not? Turn that into something. Why shouldn't I turn that into something? And so a lot of people are getting into podcasting, and they have tons of questions, like, "Hey, what's the best mic I can use? What's the, uh, you know, what's the best program I can use for this operating system or that operating system? Or if I'm in a group or versus solo, there are a lot of questions. And I've been doing this, you know, not super long, but I feel like I have a pretty decent grip on it. And so I'm able to help others in those places, and it feels a lot better than uh, it does getting into an argument and feeling like i you know beat somebody intellectually or something so i think i think also uh, on top of this it's also dependent on what apps you use Uh, a lot of people are on their phones or their tablets more often than you're on a laptop or a desktop especially nowadays a lot of people are like watching a lot of content so uh, it's usually on their TVs or, um, you know, their phones or, or tablets. And so it's all also, and I was having a, a discussion with this with a friend earlier today, and I've also talked about this in uh, previous episodes. If you're going to use uh, an app and you're going to use like the official Twitter app or the official Reddit app, right, uh, what's going to end up happening is if you are on Apple's, you know, iOS, if you're on iOS or you're on Android, doesn't matter what phone you're using. If you are using one of those and you download like the official app from the the company, the social media platform themselves, you're going to lose a lot of fun functionality. You're going to lose a lot of features and gestures that you're familiar with because that app is designed to work on two separate massive platforms. If instead you are able to use a third party app like twitterific or tweetbot for ios or you want to use slide or boost for reddit on android if that's what you use you're going to gain a lot more customizability and usability out of those than you would a normal uh you know reddit or twitter app and that's the same for all the downside is that facebook and instagram have a locked API which basically means their software they do their best to lock it all up Uh, that way third-party developers can't use that to develop their own app and there are some but they're not very good at all because they're trying to take what uh, they have and what they can find and kind of Frankenstein's monster it into it into some type of an app. So if you're looking into muting, looking into functionality, looking into these things and looking into, you know, making your social media experience a lot better, don't be afraid to mute and block certain topics. Uh, You can mute certain words, uh, people, uh, things, uh, hashtags, um, ats. You can mute so many things or straight up block those things and they will never appear in your feed. And I think that's the best recommendation I can give uh, for this time. And so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was a little different, but I really, really wanted to talk about this for a long time. And so here it is. Uh, I hope you guys really liked it. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to hit me up on just about any social media platform you have. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the Reddit uh, subreddit that I created, which is still being worked on. It's not perfect yet, but it'll get there. So I think that's going to do it. Okay, bye.